there, you are listening to Saved by the Spell, a DIY podcast featuring witchy tips, psychic insight, and advice about what's going on in the astro, sex, love, magic, and everyday stuff for you and me. I am your host, Marcella Kroll, and you are listening to episode 26. So today I wanted to talk to you about moon magic, moon magic and all of its splendor and all of its wonder. And with that being said, talk a little bit about the basics around moon magic and how you can get in cycle with the moon and get it to work to support your ritual work, your manifesting, or even your disconnection. Um, So let's talk about the kind of generic specifics for the moment for just bear with me for anyone who is unfamiliar we talk about the balance of the masculine and the feminine. And generally speaking, when you think of these beautiful bodies, heavenly bodies in the atmosphere and in the sky, we look at say the sun, for example, and the sun is representative of the divine masculine. So sun worship and sun rituals are traditionally a lot of times done by men. They all, you know, some women do them too, but when you hear sun ceremonies and things like that, it's a lot of times it's the men who partake in these sun uh, meditations are meant for revitalization, bringing more masculine energy into your life, bringing the warmth and the vibrance of the sun into anywhere that might feel dark, um, that might need visibility. Whereas we have with the moon, and all of her beauty, the moon represents the divine feminine. She is about the mystery, the unknown, the unspoken. She is particularly um, fond of women's rituals, at least women that I know of, um, and throughout different cultures and generations, women have worshiped the moon as their safe haven, as women are naturally in time typically with the moon, with their own menstrual cycle and being in alignment with that. Moon cycles have a huge influence and impact on our work in magic. And while I do tell people often, if you're going to do magic, like you, magic can be done at any time, but when you do line up or coordinate with the moon and whatever astrological cycle like may be happening, you do get more support But this shouldn't limit if you are feeling like you need to absolutely do some kind of um, clearing or ritual or ceremony to help you feel good and grounded in your life. So all while the moon is up in the sky and going from new to waxing to full to waning to dark and to new again, she is entering different astrological signs you know, every couple of days. So, and there's a moment, you know, between each transition where the moon's actually void, of course, which means like, it's a little bit wonky, the energy, it's not necessarily in the sign anymore, or in the sign that it's headed to. So, you know, just if you're into astrology, and you want to kind of make note of what sign it's in, you know, how to support best support, what you're working on, that's great. I think it, it all really helps. So some people ask, they want to know, like, you know, when the moon is shifting, like how to best support your work. So the new moon 
generally the new moon I see as a powerful time for setting intentions and creating new beginnings, especially if you have uh, new projects and things you want to launch or new habits, you know, um, just in general, it's a great fresh start. New moon um, is a great time for that. The moon, um, as it's waxing leading up to the full moon is a great time for calling things into your life really while we're on like an up, you know, uh, upswing, you're, you're kind of really gathering speed with that energy. And when you go into the full moon, the full moon, I always see as a powerful time for culmination and completion. So this is when things really come to a head. So you can really work some powerful magic around the full moon. Um, as well as, you know, see things be finished. So a lot of times I see things kind of removed out of my own life or other people's lives when the full moon strikes. It's kind of like, oh, okay, well now it's clear and apparent what has to be done or what has to be moved on from. And it, you know, it it's because everything is visible. So the full moon is powerful time for manifesting your desires as well. Just being really clear about what you're trying to call in. The full moon is also a great time if you are um, a mineral person, if you collect crystals and things like that. Um, it's a really great time to charge your crystals um, out in the moonlight. You know, if you have a place you can put them or on the window, if you know they they can be visible to the moon, that's a really great. Um, way of working and, and, uh, rebooting your crystals with the fall moon. The waning moon, um, as the moon is going, you know, after it's reached its point of being full, it starts to wane and it gets darker. And as it's getting closer to that dark moon where it's right about to turn new again, this is a really beautiful time to really rest and nurture take it easy, go within and, and just be really loving with yourself through a lot of self nurturing and resting and, you know, really allowing you to be in time with the natural cycle of the moon is going to get you just on a whole other, you know, intuitive level with yourself. Just, you start to really honor your own cycles in your own body and what you're feeling. So a really simple wish, um, and spell that I like to do sometimes, and I actually talk about it in my little cutting the cord zine, um, is you can work with, uh, bay leaves. And I might've talked about this before. I'm not sure, but it's like the simplest kitchen witch trick, you know, um, spell that you can do without much, you know, effort, but it's a nice, um, quick way if you want to tune into that. And I personally like it, you know, um, on the new or the full moon. And what you can do first is I always recommend smudge, um, your space where you're going to be doing this. If you're, you know, if you're outside, just smudge with Sage or Palo Santo yourself and just kind of your area. And if you can create a circle, a sacred circle, and you can do this with the smoke, um, especially if it's just you, if it's you and a couple of friends, you can also cast a circle either by, um, putting a circle of salt around and making sure that you're all standing in it. 
Um, you can also consecrate the circle if you have a dagger or a ritual, you know, a ritual knife to kind of mark and outline the sacred space. As you do this, you call on the four directions. Any guides, guardians, or ancestors that wish to be with you, you ask to call on the elements to ground, to protect. And what you can do is you write a wish or a simple word of something you would like to call into your life. And then in a fire safe place, you're going to say with gratitude what it is that you are calling in and then burn your bay leaf. And as you let it burn and as you release your wish out into the, the universe and your guidance comes and helps support you and witnesses you doing this, declare, so mote it be. Once you have finished and everyone in your group, if you're working with others, has finished and you've held appropriate, respectful space, thank the directions, thank your guides, your guardians, and thank the moon for witnessing and holding you in her love and grace. And then declare the circle open. And then you may move about for the rest of your day, your evening, um, as you you know, go forward and reminded that you have your connection to the moon. So that is just a little bit of moon magic, you know, just very simple, easy to access, um, make it your own, you know, you can get as, you know, fancy with it as you like our, um, like I mentioned, you know, our next full moon, um, is actually coming up in Scorpio at two degrees and stateside it's April 21st and you, um, in late evening and then April 22nd for those on the East coast, cause it'll be going into the, the early morning full moon in Scorpio. If you think about the traits of Scorpio, I just, I think about a lot of life death. I think about regeneration. I think about diving deep into the darkest aspects of the self and, um, coming out of it like the Phoenix, you know, Scorpio is intense, um, psychic abilities. It has an ability to really bring out the mystery and the wisdom that's under the surface of things. So I think it's a really, it's going to be an informative time. I think the full moon in Scorpio is going to bring some real secrets to the surface and, um, ones that maybe you forgot about or things you forgot to look at. And it's going to bring some clarity for you about your direction. And I, I feel like that, that has been the biggest thing I've been pretty busy, um, meeting up with people in the last few weeks who are a lot of people that actually going through some big decision-making time and transitions and, Part of that transition is really um, because they're having these like consciousness shifts. It's like reality shifting and a huge urge to make real essential changes, like real changes, not just like, oh, I think I want to do this and I want to do that. There's just a lot of awareness about, okay, this isn't working anymore and 
or not nourishing me. So I need to make these aspects, whether these are physical changes, spiritual changes, there's a lot of, um, aha moments happening and it can be kind of off putting if you've been comfortable or if you finally got to a place of being comfortable. Uh, I do see this as like a lot of, um, transitionary time for people like out of an old life and into another. So, you know, and if, if you're feeling that, but you're unsure now, especially at this full moon might be a good time to ask yourself or meditate on the idea of what do I need to change, um, in my thinking, you know, to get me to this place that I would like to be. And, you know, is there something that I might be afraid of bringing out into the open or being honest with myself and, you know, or where in my life have I agreed to something that doesn't necessarily align with my truth, because that is what's going to come out with this full moon as well. So if you've been kind of keeping things to yourself, your truth, because you want to keep the peace, you know, you might want to shift your perspective and look at this like as, okay, what's going to happen in the long term? if I'm not honest about my needs and and where I'm at or what I'm seeing or sensing is happening. And, um, it's another thing, you know, uh, one, one of the things that I really resonate with, and I've been pretty fortunate to kind of face a lot of things not always because I wanted to, by the way, it was just like, I felt like I had to, <laughs> but I, I do see myself in a lot of ways, this person that has to, um, I don't know how many people identify with this, but I do know a few people that do, but being the person that has to know when to end things and not because you're trying to like create drama or, um, because you're addicted to like ending things or making pain, but there's things where, you know, if things keep dragging on and no one's honest about what's happening, it, it can be, you know, it's a, it can be up to you to have to figure out like, okay, this isn't working anymore. And sometimes that's a real hard job, you know, to kind of be like, okay, I guess I'm this person. So you're, you might be finding that you have a lot of helpful, um, insight to help a lot of people that you might know that might be also going through these things and ending things isn't always you're ending them because they're bad. You're just, sometimes you have to end things because you have really, really big things that you have to do or like priority shift and change. And it's not because you aren't enjoying what you were doing or the connections, but you realize there's a bigger picture, uh, at large. So you have to kind of get into that. So yeah, it's a wild world, you guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Just a heads up, I am going to be going headed up to Portland this week and weekend to teach at the fourth annual Northwest Magic Conference. I know that the event is uh, sold out, but there are some people online if you go to the Northwest Magic Conference event page. I believe that's on Facebook. There were a few folks that had bought early bird tickets that can't make it. So if you're still hunting for a ticket, 
check out the Facebook event page for the Northwest Magic Conference, and I think you can still grab a ticket or two there. I'm going to be teaching um, on Sunday. I'll be in the marketplace all day on Saturday, and I'll be teaching on Sunday uh, past life healing, and then I'm doing a combination uh, ritual and art class <laughs> for a you know, Sunday afternoon. And then I am also going to be speaking on a panel about divination, which I'm totally excited for. I haven't been up to, I haven't been to Portland in like 13 or more years. It's kind of crazy. So I'm really stoked to check that out. The other thing um, I wanted to let you guys know is I can't believe it. Um, three years ago, I created Sacred Symbols Oracle out of a vision, out of, I joke that this was my guide's way of getting me to do a 40 day Kriya. <laughs> and now I just, you know, um, I've had, I just got them back in stock and it was actually, it's the second pressing of the new edition, but total it's the eighth pressing of these cards. And I'm, my mind is blown. Um, so I started offering a couple months ago, uh, in person and conference, um, video conferencing for sacred symbols, Oracle card training. And what that is, is you just get a certificate of completion and spend three hours with me with a little break, going over the cards, getting a full history of them, learning different ways to work with them, um, etc. And everyone after completing receives a certificate. And yeah, so I'm super excited to offer this because you know, um, they're so special to me and I'm so excited to share them with so many people who, who connect with them. It just, it's kind of, it's super humbling and sweet. And I, I can't really express enough how much gratitude I have for that. So if you guys are interested, I do have a class in LA coming up in May. I'm also looking at right now, uh, trying to schedule another online one, another online class. So keep a lookout for that. Um, I post those events on CorvusSociety.com and you can link to that from my MarcellaCroll.com website. And I'll leave links at the, you know, on the page of this, etc. Um, what else? Oh, okay. One more final little announcement. And um, this is so exciting. Uh, and it, I, I'm just excited because the future kind of blows my mind. Like we're in it. I worked um, earlier, uh, well, that was earlier this year. Yeah, really early this year. I went in and I sat in and consulted on a virtual reality game for PlayStation. This is pretty mind-blowing, you guys. And it comes out this month and it's called Kismet. And it is a virtual reality fortune-telling game. And you can go in and you can get your tarot cards read. You can get an astrology reading and you can play a game of wits with this kismet character. And I am so unbelievably blown away by how cool animation is. And the fact that I got to sit in on this project and kind of help them develop, um, you know, the, the, you know, the character more and give her some life and empathy with my own experience and get to work with some really talented and fabulous people who have such a respect for the world of, you know, psychic readers and things like that. So this, this, it's pretty rad. 
and I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's going to be on the PlayStation VR and I'll be posting about it. I'm sure I, I posted one thing, like a couple of sneak peek images, but as soon as it's totally up, I will give you guys a holler on my Instagram. You can always follow me there at Marcella Kroll and yeah. And, and if you've been looking for me on Facebook, I no longer have a personal Facebook page. So I didn't, you know, go anywhere. I just transferred everything over to my business page and I have uh, someone else helping me out. So if you do write me on my business page, it might take a minute for me to actually get it. The quickest way to reach me is bookmarcella at gmail.com. And if you have questions for a future episode, let me know. Okay. Have a beautiful week and blessed be. Mm -hmm.